Stop for a moment and consider that with the birth of Jesus, God himself has come to earth as a man. Merry Christmas, listeners. Happy birthday, Jesus. This is Pray With Me. Alleluia. Let's get these blessings started on the day that the Lord was born. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating this podcast to my family in New Jersey. They know how much I love them. They know how much I miss them. And we will be talking a little bit later today, but God bless you. We rose up, we woke up. It is a happy birthday indeed for our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus, listeners, we have a glimpse of what our creator and sustainer looks like. Of course, we don't see the full scope of who he is because the King of Kings has emptied himself, taking the form of a bond servant. But we have the privilege of seeing him interacting with people, teaching, healing, feeding them, and even dying on the cross to save us all. What we see in Jesus is so telling. He did not compliment the religious leaders for their outward appearance of piety, Rather, he raised the centurion for his genuine recognition of Christ's authority. While the Roman soldiers were putting nails in his hands and feet, Jesus forgave them, recognizing that they do not know what they are doing. Luke 23:34. That is our God, loving forgiving and concerned more with our spiritual health than on what we look like from the outside. So listeners, as you celebrate Jesus's birth today, think to yourself, this is how God would interact with me and then take comfort in how wise and compassionate he truly is. Pray with me. Gaze your eyes up to heaven. Jesus, thank you that through your earthly life, I see you interact with me as my God. Truly, you are worthy of praise. Amen. And continuing with God's purpose for your life, Luke verse 1 chapter 1 verse 78 the sunrise from on high will visit us to shine upon those who sit in darkness we often say that christmas is a time of joy and peace but the truth of the matter is that the celebration of the birth of jesus can often be obscured by many things the stress of choosing the perfect gifts traffic everywhere traveling and the myriad of preparations can dim the spirit of Christmas. Likewise, the anxiety of conflict, the sorrow and loneliness of missing those who are gone, 
the exhaustion of too much activity and the depression of so many unmet expectations can make it a dark and difficult season indeed. Thankfully, regardless of everything else going on, nothing can interfere with the light of God's eternal love for you. Regardless of what situations may arise in your life, the acceptance and worth Jesus gives you never, ever changes. And these flow through you most freely when you're showing love to others. Much more than Christmas presents and parties, what people need from you is to know that you care for them. So stop the scurrying and simply let people know God loves them and so do you. This will not only revive the spirit of Christmas in you, but will shine the light of the world to others as well. Jesus, your love is the real reason for Christmas. So shine your light through me, wonderful Savior. Shine your light through me. Amen. For this is what has been written. Second to the crucifixion and resurrection, Christmas today is the most important event in history. Wrapped in the humility of the lowliest setting, it was the moment that God came to earth to provide our salvation. In that instance, a multitude of prophecies were fulfilled Prayers were answered and hopes were realized. The Savior has been foretold from the foundation of the world, affirmed at the fall of humanity, reported by the prophets, and etched onto the very heart of Israel. It could only be Jesus. Only he fulfilled all that had been written. And when the time came for him to be born, everyone in the known world was requested to register their names for the temporary kingdom of Rome. What people did not realize was that God was making a way for their names to be permanently penned in the Lamb's book of life. And when you accept Jesus as your savior, what had been written from the foundation of the earth is inscribed in heaven eternally. You become part of his story forever. Therefore, today you can have confidence that whatever he has written for you will certainly come to pass. Jesus, thank you for fulfilling all that was written and for inscribing my name in your book of life. Amen. Alleluia. Merry Christmas. Stay right there. We'll be right back. We're praying. We're praying today. Luke chapter 2 verse 11. There is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior 
who is Christ the Lord. When the shepherds found the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger, they found a Savior who is Christ the Lord. He came as a sin offering for mankind. He came as the Savior, the fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecies as the Messiah, but he came as Lord of heaven and earth also. Jesus Christ is the ruling, reigning, sovereign Lord over all. Amen. 1 John chapter 2, verse 16, All that is in the world is not of the Father, but is of the world, and the world is passing away. The scriptures contain multiple references to God as a jealous God, and that is God does not desire for any person or anything, including any career, any goal, any dream, to be raised to a higher position in our lives. God wants to be number one. He wants us to look to him first and foremost for all of our provision, our security, and our well-being. He wants us to look to him always as the source of our total supply. When we experience lacklessness, when we experience want, when we experience need, he wants to be the first one to whom we turn to for counsel, for comfort, for solutions. Okay, I'm raising my hand. Starting today, Christmas Day, without delay, I'm going to turn to God first for counsel, first for my comfort, and first and foremost for my solutions. Glory to God. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Think of how many angels there must be. The sky was filled with a great shining multitude that Bethlehem night when the shepherds gazed at the sky in wonder. That heavenly concert was merely a glimpse of the vast and brilliant service of worship that continues for all time. May you join the angels this season and always in their great cry of praise. So glory to God in the highest. Amen. Love it. And God's promises Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Listeners, we are God's treasure. When God the Father looked throughout the universe for something to give his only son in reward for what he had accomplished on earth, the 
father handpicked you. You are the father's priceless gift of love to the son. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. Matthew chapter 7, verse 20. Fruit production in our Christian experience, just as in an orchard or garden, is not something that goes on with great fanfare, noise, or theatrics. From the opening of the first tiny bud under the impulse of spring sunshine to the perfect ripening of the fully formed fruit beneath the summer skies. The whole process goes on quietly, serenely, and surely. It is the Spirit of God who by His presence within guarantees growth, maturity, and conformity to Christ. Psalm 145 I will meditate on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works. Has it been a while since you stared at the heavens in speechless amazement? Has it been a while since you realized God's divinity and your carnality? If it has, then you need to know something. He is still there. He hasn't left. Under all those papers and books and reports and years, in the midst of all those voices and faces and memories and pictures, he is still there. So do yourself a favor and just stand before him again. Amen. Isaiah chapter 35 verse 10. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. They shall obtain joy and gladness. Sorrow and sighing shall flee away. The black velvety sky was clear and studded with sparkling stars that had looked down on earth since the beginning of time. On the clear night air, sound traveled easily and somewhere from the direction of the village inn, someone slammed a door. The seed of the woman who would open heaven's gate and welcome any and all who placed their faith in him had been given. The hope that was born that night continues to radiate down through the years until it envelops your heart and mine. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. Amen. Be right back. Got a little more on Christmas Day. It's Christmas morning. It's Christmas time in the city.
And now from a spectacle of glory, pray with me. Hail the Son of Righteousness, glory and praise to the Prince of Peace. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for coming to me with healing, grace, joy, and the hope of glory. As David prayed, keep me as the apple of your eye, hide me under the shadow of your wings. Amen. Pray with me. Lord, the glory and radiance of the angelic choir, the shepherds witness that first Christmas night were just pinpricks from heaven into our dark world. If I had been there, I would have remembered it all my days. But in your unspeakable grace, Jesus, I will see greater glory than this in the bright morning of eternity. Amen. Mary's reaction when the shepherds told her about the angel's announcement of Jesus' birth, she treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. It's not the only time she responded that way. As Jesus grew older, there were other occasions when Mary treasured and pondered the meaning behind her son's life and ministry. Mary leaves us a great example. In the same way, we can treasure Christ when we rally our memory, affections, and intellect to understand just how supremely precious he is. When we weigh who Christ is and what he has done, not only are we enriched, but he is glorified as well. So train your memory to treasure up everything about Christ that you have felt, that you have known or believed. Ponder the time you first heard of him and consider all that he has done for you. Then you'll discover hmm, how precious Jesus really is. Pray with me. Lord and King, what better way could I occupy my thoughts? I need a thought transplant today. I've been pondering the wrong things. I've been treasuring less worthy, less precious speculations and fantasies. With the help of your Holy Spirit, I want to consider you in a fresh, new, worthy way. Please, Lord, today, renew my thoughts. That's all that I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Pray for your children. Praying for children is the most powerful way that you can take care of them. And most times your heart will naturally overflow in prayer for them.
And even when they're causing trouble or your patience is wearing thin, a quick prayer will calm your nerves and soothe your children. You'll be amazed at the huge difference prayer will make in the lives of your little ones. Ask God to show you how to let them know that after him and your husband, they're more important than all the other people in your life. Be ready to show your love. Set aside time each day to pray for your kiddos. And don't forget to pray for them when they're around. That lets them know you and God love them. It also helps them feel more secure and models prayer. Praying for your kids is some of the best time that you'll ever invest. Prayer is a powerful privilege. Dear Jesus, please protect these little lives that you have placed in our care. Help us be patient, calm, loving, and supportive. Open their hearts to you, Lord. Amen. And God also wants you to love your home. Mm -hmm. Are you tired of doing dishes? Tired of sweeping and vacuuming floors, dusting, picking up after other people? We all can relate, but you know that it is worth it, or at least it can be. You and I know that love is the world's most powerful motivator. So love your home, love being there, love managing it, love watching over it, keeping it, and yes, cleaning up the mess. Love will enable you to empower, to tackle it, to master it and excel at it. Turn to the Lord to fire up your passion in your heart to manage your home. His way in a loving, serving, sacrificial capacity. No task will be too difficult and no job will be meaningless with him as the foundation. Heavenly Father, sometimes I get tired of the mundane aspects of being a woman, of being a wife, of being a mom. But I love you, Lord. I love my family. I love my home. Help me find meaning in the little things that keep my life on your path. Amen. This Christmas, I'm going to love my home. I love it. Father, You are my shepherd. I want to follow you all the days on earth and into eternity. 
Restore my soul. Refresh my spirit today, Lord. Psalm 23 starts, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So this reminds me of my need for him. I am following the shepherd. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Lay down in the green pastures. As the verse tells you, listeners, feed to your heart's content on his provision. Father, you are my shepherd, and I want to follow you all the days on earth and into eternity. Restore my soul. Refresh my spirit today. Amen. And Heavenly Father, I'm going to step out in faith and willingly and joyfully do all I feel that you are calling me to do. I know that you will give me the strength. I know that you will give me the time. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Happy birthday, Jesus. We are all celebrating you today. We are celebrating you, Lord. Amen. Bye for now.